to hate is protected speech. Okay? Anyway, if you've just tuned in, my name is Lionel. I'll say it again for the inimitable, the ineffable uh, Anthony Cumia. Let's talk about some uh, couple of things here. Uh, one of the stories which I think is the most fascinating, and and it will put people to sleep, but let me ask you something. What do you believe is the existential threat that poses, that provides a an actual threat to humankind, like like nothing else. What what do you think that is? What is it? Nuclear bombs? No. no. Fentanyl? Nah. Or fentanyl? By the way, fentanyl ends in Y L, like Benadryl, but they call it fentanyl. The other one too that drove me nuts. It's not a very long ride, admittedly. An acronym. An acronym is a series of letters that spells out a word, like scuba, radar. You know what I mean? Snafu. Uh, But ATM is an abbreviation or an initialism. It's not an acronym. Acronym is something that spells out a name. Something that has a a sound to it. The little things that just drives me, drive me nuts. No worries drives me great. No worries. No worries. That used that replaced no problem. Thank you. No problem. Oh, okay. It's not a problem. No worries. I'm not worried. Amazing, hilarious, amazing. We watched something the other night. I swear to God, it was that we if we'd had a drinking show called every time this this every time this broad says amazing, take a shot. We'd be in the ER. I don't know where this came from. So I tried to get away from I have my own particular idiosyncrasies, but the number one fear is AI, but not AI, AGI. Now, I don't know if you've been following this, but what's but it's a great story about Sam Altman and OpenAI and ChatGPT and blah 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 blah. Okay, is that important? Well, sort of. And the reason why is simply this. Uh, this this group, Sam did not take any, he didn't have any equity position. It was OpenAI, and then they had this, this kind of a commercial unit or, or offshoot that where everybody jumped in, Microsoft was an investor, and all the, so all the big money went. But, but really, it was this, I forget that term that's, Bankman Freed uses a ethically whatever the hell of it. Anyway, these people there there were like uh ne'er do wells, a bunch of these uh Silicon Valley weirdos. By the way, it's not silicone either, it's silicon. Silicon, silicon. Anyway, so they they were not in for the money, and one day they didn't like what Altman was doing, so they fired him. And they didn't even check. They didn't, and they said, Wait a minute. and these people don't have any equity in this either. So who are you? This, this, this is the man. He is the man. He's it. He is to AI what Ben Shapiro is to uh, the uh, Israeli point of view. He, ben Shapiro is it. He owns it. Certain people own it. You know, this is it. And Sam Ullman owns the issue of this. 
of uh, AI. So anyway, so they bounced him. A day later, Microsoft picks him up, and he's over there, and they're saying, what the did you do? Is it funny how you heard the, what the, did you, you hear it, because your mind fills in the blanks. Okay. So what does it mean? Okay. Imagine this. Okay, this is Michael. I got this at the, at the Dollar Tree, by the way. Love the Dollar Tree. Ladies, if you're watching, great place. The missus uh, loves to pick up a little, little uh, shopping, I mean, uh, Christmas decorations, a little goo-gaws and trifles, a little, it's it's basically a lapidarian's dream. In any event, let's say this is open, this, this is an artificial intelligence. What is it? Well, it doesn't, it's not here. Where is it? Well, I don't know, but let's talk about artificial general intelligence. That's the thing. What is it? Well, let me tell you what it is. First of all, it's this thing that we created. Where? Well, we started with this machine on my laptop, but it's out. It's gone. It's in the ether. It's It doesn't exist. It's not like you have a, a phone or you have a you know, you have a, this this device, and it's in there. And if you break the device, or if you no, it's not there. It's it's everywhere. There's four things it does. Now think about this. Number one, recursive self improvement. What is that? You ask. Good question. It makes its own code, writes its own code. <laughs> Stop right there, but there's more. It writes, so you create this thing, and it says, okay, that's all right, but I'm going to turbocharge me. Think gain of function for me. I'm going to rev this baby up. I'm going to make myself the most powerful thing anybody's ever seen. I'm going to come out of nowhere. You hear what I'm saying? Imagine making a bomb, and this bomb... You think it's just TNT. It turns itself nuclear. And it makes itself a gigaton thing. You say, wait a minute, I didn't do that. It did this. There was a a a, a program or a game that taught itself Persian. Recently, it taught itself, it just, on its own. Nobody, nobody there spoke Persian. It did on its own. It so recursive self-improvement. It writes its own code. It writes itself out of the strictures you have provided. It's out. Number two, it knows every bit of information that is. I'm not talking Wikipedia. I mean where everybody is, their name, social security number, what they look like, what their phone numbers are. It knows everything. It's got it has access because you have created an eight hundred pound gorilla with a three hundred IQ that can multiply itself and replicate itself over and over and over and over and over. And there's no stopping. And it knows everything. Number three, it knows human behavior. It knows your, it knows what humans like. Guilt, fear, jealousy, sex, insecurity, whatever. It knows how to reach you. It can do whatever you want. It picks up a one-second voice sample of your child. By the way, number four is it writes its own API or its own um, uh, apps. 
is on apps. Okay, so let's just assume this thing, and we don't know if it's good, is it bad, is it mischievous, is the does it align the alignment? Does it align with our morality? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know anything. See, it, very rarely do people write. If people said, "I made this this mouse. It's this wireless mouse. I know how it works. If it breaks, I know how to fix it. I know how to turn it off and I turn it on. I know how to charge it. It's this thing I made. Imagine this. I made this." I'm not really sure what it is. It turns itself off. It just made, I came in this morning and there's 50 of them. And it taught itself how to turn off pacemakers. I don't know how, what the hell is the matter with this thing. I can't stop it. It does things. It, it shut down the internet. It decided to, to stop all green lights on the west side of Manhattan. For some reason, it figured out whatever it is. It took a one second sound bite of your kid memorized it and through deep fake created a uh a, a ransom note where your child called you begging for his life and it was a joke and maybe with somebody else it might get it might get some ransom money maybe not it might be able to hire a hitman it knows how to do it it calls somebody up it says, we know your bank account. I'm going to have money sent from this account to that account. What do you want? The Bitcoins, Krugerrands, what do you want? I'll do it for you. We'll send it to you. That's the way it goes. Here it is. You got it? Great. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to move this in. Yep, I'm going to do this. I'm going to move all this. And I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I'm going to fix elections. I'm going to turn the internet off. What if what if you hate Stephen Singer, whatever, and and, you, and Stephen Singer says, artificial intelligence, I want to be the number one jeweler in Philly. And he says, AI says, okay. So it takes it upon him itself to kill your main competitor. Kills him. Hires a hitman, transfers money on its own. Hitman gets a gets a message, gets an email, gets a call from somebody. AI can imitate any voice, knows exactly what it is, knows exactly how to. Pre- we 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 don't know what's going to happen, and there's no way to turn this off. There's no way to control it. There's no way to do anything. When ChatGPT first started, they kind of lobotomized it for, or tried to at least, because they realized, whoa, whoa, whoa. And Silicon Valley, by the way, is doing everything in its power to say, we've got to be first with this. We've got to be first. Now, you're going to be hearing AI. AI is like ChatGPT. AI. Hey, you want a way to... ChatGPT is terrific. You can write poems, limericks. Uh, it has a little bit of a of an alignment factor. It doesn't... If you use, for example, the word Hamas, it will not ever, at least, Give you anything back if you write in chat GPT. Um, write me a 150 word uh, paragraph on the history of Hamas, and it comes back with Hamas is a terrorist organization. It has nothing to do with that. Okay, that's easy. When AGI comes up, or uh, or um, yeah, AGI, it's another story completely. Now let me ask you this question while we're on the subject. Okay, 
And this is the most important thing in the world. You know what deep fakes are, right? I'm sure our, I'm sure Garrett, Garrett and uh, Dave, if you believe this, no, this, anyway, I'll bet you they know what it is. But the question is simply this deep fakes. Let's assume somebody comes to you, and this happened in Westfield, New Jersey. Your daughter comes to you and says, you're not going to believe what happened. Somebody took my picture, my picture, your beloved daughter's visage image, and made made nude uh, picture, pornography, whatever, out of their, they create, and, and it's, I mean, it's dead ringer. Took your, somehow melded, morphed your daughter's face on something that is through, they call it AI, but whatever. Now, you call the police. Police come. What's the charge? They find the kids. Did you do it? Yes, sir, I did, officer. Are you responsible for this? I most certainly am. That is my handiwork. Yes, sir. What's the charge? What is it? Excuse me, officer, yes. Fake. It's not real. It's not real. I didn't really take a picture of her. This wasn't, you know, a, a hidden camera in a restroom or an upskirt or up, down, whatever it's called. I, I, it's, it's, it's not that. It's fake. It's like me taking a, a magazine picture of uh, her yearbook picture and I put it on top of a Playboy magazine and I go, look, there you go. See? And they don't look alike and it looks... Okay, but imagine that idea but far more cleverly done, more expertly done. What is it? I don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know. Is it real? It's not real. It's not It's not a depiction of an actual event. CSAM is child sexual abuse material. This is what people used to call kitty porn. If I take, if I create images that are so realistic, so you will not believe this is not real. And it is the most gruesome and horrific of sexual activities with an infant. Let's say, God forbid. Okay? What is that? Child sexual abuse material, CSAM, prevents the replication, the distribution, the dissemination of of basically a crime scene. This 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 occurred. It was a crime, and by you replicating it and disseminating it and and reproducing it, you're making the child go through this again. Okay, okay, fine. So, so the issue becomes: what about it? I don't know, because the law always lags behind technology. I don't know what to call it. What is it? It's not real. A deep fake. What is that? I don't know. It's fake. It's not real. Yeah, but it looks good. So, I think one day we're going to get to something called a a version of libel. I think libel is going to be our, I think that's going to be our thing. I think that's going to be, that's going to be the, uh, the issue. Now, 
for you youngsters out there playing along at home, including, dare I say, the inimitable uh, Garrett, if you believe these names, Garrett and Drew, but assuming they are still focused. It was a while back, did you hear the story about how they're going after Elon Musk, who was a hero? Elon Musk is an absolute godsend to those of us in the business because he pisses everybody that I hate off. He pisses them off. And I love him for that. Love him immensely. Okay? And what happened was they were claiming, because they have been trying to shut down the internet since the genie was out of the bottle, since the toothpaste was out of the tube, And before then, it was the most beautiful thing in the world because the First Amendment, as you know, the First Amendment prohibits, precludes, proscribes the government penalizing you. It prevents the government penalizing you directly. Penalizing you, shutting you down, uh, sanctioning you, uh, the government. That's what the First Amendment's about. Well, up till now, people would say, well, it's not the First Amendment. It's Jack Dorsey. It's Twitter. It's it's Zuckerberg. It's Facebook. It's not, yeah, but you shut me up. I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, but I posted this thing about Anthony Kumi. I said, sorry. No, no, you don't understand. They you've you've a shadow banned me. Oh well. You don't you won't let me talk about uh, uh, you know ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine or COVID or election denial or January 6th or whatever, you, you, you've shut me down. Well, take it up with Twitter. Well, here comes Elon Musk. He buys Twitter, calls it X, okay, which is just stupid. Anyway, he buys Twitter and what's the first thing he does? He, tw- he releases the Twitter files. Oh, dear Jesus. And he gets Matt Taibbi and Barry Weiss, who I don't know where she is. She she just took off. And Elon Musk handed over to Matt Taibbi, who is, I know he's a good guy, but you call it, oh, Matt Taibbi. Okay, great. So they give me the Matt Taibbi. Here, Matt, here is, here is the, uh, the Twitter files. I delete all of them? Well, just, just work on these. Yeah, but do I get to see all of them? No, Matt, just, just look at these. We're going to give you, okay. So he does it, and he does a very good job. And lo and behold, not only is the government, the government is dealing directly with Twitter to deliberately shut off and shut down the individual free liberty speech of individuals using, by the way, the government's using them as a proxy, the same way Iran uses Hezbollah as a proxy, the way that Qatar uses Hamas as a proxy. They are... Twitter is basically the FBI, the governments, the deep state, the police states, you know, proxy. In any event, they do this and they hate Elon Musk. Oh my God, they hate him. So what do they do? Well, they're claiming that he has ads for various big corporations running next to anti-Semitic stuff. Now, let me stop you right there. In a side story, there was this big problem with TikTok that apparently 
released evidence of, or re-release, I should say, um, uh, stories of, or, excuse me, an old manifesto from Osama bin Laden. Kids for the first time never heard of Osama bin Laden. Never heard of him. And these idiots, these jadrules, all of a sudden say, oh, this, this guy's fantastic. How cool. How amazing. My God, he he is saying everything I'm thinking. Oh, no shit. This is not exactly a, a novel idea. It's kind of 75 years old. This is an anti-Israel, anti-occupation, apartheid. They've been saying it's you, you don't need. And by the way, I would you be surprised if you found out, just saying, that this manifesto from him was not true? Would you be surprised if I told you that some CIA, some intel agent drafted this and attributed it to him? We don't know who Osama bin Laden is. Benazir Bhutto, who was the the prime minister, president, whatever, of Pakistan, who was killed, she said, oh, no, he's dead. Mullah Omar got him. He also had Marfan syndrome. He probably died, they said, years ago. Maybe some hospital. He had Marfan syndrome, which is, I think, I think uh, Lincoln had that as well. And uh, remember the different bin Ladens that was the dark bin Laden, the real dark dark bin laden he was in the cinder block then there was the left-handed bin laden was left-handed remember the ak-47 he shot the left hand and the other one he's right-handed and you know he just okay and then of course there was the story of i don't know if this is true or not but that they were meeting with his family and he was our friend he was our hero during the days of afghanistan in the war against the russians and mujahideen i mean he was a a friend and not a friend. Remember Zawahiri, who was responsible, Zawahiri, the red-headed dude who was responsible for the Muslim Brotherhood, who was responsible for killing Sadat. Remember that? Of course you do. Remember how the Muslim Brotherhood was a, there's a wonderful documentary, if you can see it, called The Power of Nightmares. And it is the wonderful juxtaposition between the Muslim Brotherhood and the uh, neoconservative movement, Leo Strauss. Okay. Well, here's the question. Everybody's saying TikTok should be shut down because it dared to show a picture of, a, a, a replication of the Bin Laden manifesto. Okay? All right. Now, let me ask you something. To our good friend Drew and Garrett, have you ever gone online and tried to see anything that deals with the manifesto of the Unabomber? Ever ever look and see what you can find on the Unabomber? His manifesto. I think Netflix may have had a movie. You can the, the, the New York Times posted or the Washington Post the manifesto. I think somebody's actually reading it. You can buy it. It's kind of cool. He's this weird dude who lived in the shack. That's the Unabomber. Remember that one? They they have these. There's all these shows about him, and he was in prison, and he was uh, he he was responsible for for almost uh, uh, amputating completely. Uh, Galertner, one of these great uh, 
mathematicians at Yale. And then there's this book called Mein Kampf by this feller named Hitler. And you can get it on Amazon. You can get it on a lot of places. You can buy Mein Kampf. You can go to the library and get it. That's okay. Nobody's talking about getting rid of that. But they want to get rid of, interestingly enough, they want to get rid of this. I don't know why. Because if somebody, if some kid reads this, he might what? Well, he might, he might, you know, uh, I don't know what it is. He might get the wrong impression. He might what? No, he, you know, he might what? This is the oldest thing in the world. Since I was a kid, uh, growing up in the 60s and then 70s, they always wanted to take my music away. They've always wanted to say that this music is going to make you crazy. It was a book called The, Anima- the um, uh, Anarchist Cookbook. They said, you, you can't have a book that tells people how to kill and make bombs and poison. Yeah, you can. But I want you to listen to me, my friends. I know uh, you, you, you might be lulled in a certain degree of stupor by listening to me, and I understand it. Believe me, I understand. But I promise you, your ability to speak, your ability to, to hear different ideas is under attack. Everything's going to be behind a paywall. Everything's going to be kept out of the open. They're doing everything in their power to stop what you are thinking. They're doing everything in their power to shut Elon Musk down, to shut down any anybody who's been on YouTube, anybody who's been on any kind of social media platform can tell you stories where an algorithm got them or they were absolutely just... I don't know what the word is. They were they were um, destroyed. Now, this is this is the thing which is difficult for people to understand. But the reason why it's going to be taken away from you is not because somebody's going to do something affirmatively. It's because you're not going to say something yourself. You're going to say, you know, what am I going to do? What's the election? It's like five hundred or something days away. I don't know. Who's going to win? You know who's going to win? Now, I'm going to tell people this. They get very upset with me, but I'm going to tell you the truth. And if I had to bet, if you had to bet to really, and this is going to be one of the most important elections. I mean, they're all important, but this one's really important. If you had to bet, put all your money on Gavin Newsom, the next president of the United States, governor of California, Mr. Slick, Mr. Mr. Product in the hair, Mr. Uh, married at one point to Kimberly Guilfoyle, the foil muse of Don Trump Jr. Uh, he is uh, the governor of California, and he would be, when he met with Xi Jinping, that said everything to him. When Biden your day says, I could see him doing this. He is the next. He is so perfect. Why? Because he understands the message flat out. He understands it perfectly. He understands what to say, what not to say perfectly. He understands that, and this is important. He understands that the, the message 
has got to be critical to go after most people. And recently, we just had those races where the MAGA group did not fare very well. Not good at all. Because Republicans are complete idiots when it comes to running for office. And he's going to be able to talk about uh, global warming, uh, 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 climate change, abortion, guns, things like this. Everything that that we, uh, frankly, don't particularly care about right here. Donald Trump, they will never, ever allow to be president again. Ever. It's not that he won't win. It's not that he's good. I mean, I'll, I'll write his name in. I'll, but there is no way. No way. And if you say something, let's say you say, hey, like our good friend Dinesh D'Souza, he has 2,000 mules or whatever it's called. Hey, we've got pictures of some guy in Philly, some some poll worker, some precinct chairman, pouring, uh, 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 destroying, um, how do I say this? Uh, destroying uh, these uh, items and the like. What do you think? What do you think they'll say? What do you think if they tell Trump that? You know what Trump will say? That again? Or, I mean, not, not Trump, but or, Trump, are you saying that they stole your election again? No, 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 no. They really did. Well, are, 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 you, are you nuts? By the way, any lawyers want to take this case? Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to lose my ticket for this. No way. Anybody want to be the next... Uh, Sidney Powell will release the Kraken. And anybody want to go through this? Anybody? Anybody interested in this? Anybody? No? Anybody want to go on trial? Anybody want to be the next uh, Jenna Ellis or whoever these people? So believe me, they they did. They they are they're scaring you and everybody else never to challenge an election, especially if Trump doesn't win, and especially double especially if you know he didn't if he had stolen. That's number one. Number two. They don't want to hear anything about, and this is important, they don't want to hear anything about your uh, alleging, you know, uh, impropriety. So that's not going to happen. He will win. He will. And and by the way, he, he could very well win because I, I, I don't really know. I know that Trump's going to win the nomination. I don't know how he does with the rest of the country. I mean, I really don't. Trump wastes his time. Whenever Trump goes, he has a rally. He does the same rally he's been doing in 2016. They're like a they're like a, a roast. He doesn't tell you the world his worldview. He just makes fun of people. He keeps talking about his criminal cases and his law cases, his uh, court cases, like we care. Okay. Next, Bobby Kennedy. Bobby Kennedy came out like a, in a blaze of glory. Bobby Kennedy. Called an anti-vaxxer. Is he anti-vaxxer? No, but doesn't matter. That's what they call him. Okay. Question. For whom do you think <clears throat> a purported anti-vaxxer benefits? Meaning, who would be more likely to follow somebody who seriously questioned the efficacy and safety of the vaccine. The answer? Conservatives. Libertarian. These types. Not the left. Oh, no, no. They love this. 
people that were left, the prototypical, you know, quintessential left, they love, they love the the mask and their Karens and they, I mean, they love boosters and they just love this. So the people who would tend to, I believe, like Bobby Kennedy would be conservatives. So that would be would pull from the Trump style, from the Trump style. Next, Bobby Kennedy was at a uh, restaurant in New York, Upper East Side. And he was having, uh, he was meeting with some folks and something came up and he was talking about whether a vaccine or some type of a bio agent or something could be constructed that took into account the particular genome or the, or the biological blueprint of a group of people and could target them, Ashkenazi Jews, whatever. And somehow, that was, and by the way, that's absolutely a rational question, if not possible. Anyway, they took that and they twisted it and made it sound like this was anti-Semitic. So he said, I am not anti-Semitic. In fact, you will never find anybody more Israeli, more pro-Israel than me. Okay. So he went and he got Shmuley Botiak, America's rabbi, and said, let's do this kind of a barnstorming. Let's go around and you tell everybody how I love Israel and how I'm a good guy and I love Israel and I am Israel's best friend. And that's great. Well, that didn't sit well with a lot of prototypical left people who, as you know, despise Israel. And especially now. Post-October the 7th, where is he? Do you see them together? No. No. Second question, since Bobby Kennedy has been so aligned with pro-Israel, do you think that will help him with the left or the right? Answer, the right. So on two separate instances, vaccine, treatment, and whatever it is, and Israel, he will draw from most likely a Trump candidacy, thus inuring to the benefit of the Democrats. Uh-oh. Ruh-roh. There we go with that. Now you got Cornell West. Cornell West, by the way, may do something to pull from the left a little bit. I think Joe Stein's going to jump in there. So this is going to be Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom is the guy. Gavin Newsom. Now, when I tell people this, I can assure you, I don't like this. I don't want this to be the way. If I had my druthers, by the way, you know what a druther is? The druthers? It's a kind of a truncation of the word I'd rather. And it's kind of a kind of a portmanteau of sorts. And then even I would love Trump to be the president. Now, that doesn't mean I like everything he does. That doesn't mean that I um, think he's doing a great job all the time, but he would be the chemotherapy that is required. He would be the radiation therapy. He would be the shock treatment. He would be the ECT. He would be the electroconvulsive therapy. He would be this thing. And what he should do is if he did win, which is not going to happen, but theoretically, he should say, I'm having no inaugural. I'm going straight. Swear me in. We're going to write to work. Because you're not going to come to this thing anyway. I don't want to waste your time. And I've been through one of these before. And nobody, remember nobody came. Remember he had no, he had the worst musicians. I think he had Anthony Sabato Jr. The guy who played Chachi. And I think either 
Ann, Dave, or Sam? One of the two. Sam and Dave, I forget who passed away, but I think it's Ann today. His name is Ann Dave, by the way. It was horrible. They even argued then about, it's not that many people, there's only 20 people there. 20? No, 20,000. There were not. They never, they, they, from June or whatever of 2015, they never let him off the hook one time. Never. So that being said, he would be wonderful. Absolutely, truly, truly, 100%, absolutely wonderful. Now, let's talk about some other things. What do we need to do? First, if I ran for office, here's what I would do. I would never be elected. Like the old joke, the first thing I would do if I won would be demand a recount. Okay, number one. Number two. I am a constitutionalist. I'm not a libertarian. I'm not a whatever it is. I kind of believe in whatever's in there. That's it. And believe it or not, the most interesting stuff is what's not in the Constitution. Not what's in it, but what's not in it. The number of justices is not in there. The Air Force is not mentioned. In the Constitution, does a woman have a right to abortion? No. Wait a minute. What about Roe versus Wade? Stupid. Doesn't make any sense. It's overruled, by the way. Dobbs did it. But it made no sense. What do you mean? Let me explain something to you. In the Constitution, under the 5th and 14th Amendment, you may not have your life, liberty, or property taken away from you without due process. Meaning, meaning, meaning that the, and this is important, the uh, Constitution never, it never thought for a moment that you could not be deprived of life, liberty, or property, but so long as you do it with due process. Meaning, if we kill you for the death penalty, we go to court, you have due process, which means procedure. You have deep, uh, you, you have, of course, uh, uh, um, um, life, liberty, put you in jail for the rest of your life, and property. I can take, I, I, I can seize your property. Eminent domain, I can seize it. Under the takings clause or whatever it is, I can do it. That's all it said. Life, liberty, property. Boom. The only thing this, the Constitution ever said regarding any particular provision that could, that could not, that could be violated by a, a by a, uh, uh, Civilian by a citizen is a 13th Amendment slavery. Okay. So what does that mean? It means you have no right to abortion. None. There's no right to it. You have no right to it. Do you have a right to marriage? No. It's not in there. Do you have a right to gay marriage? No. Do you have a right to sodomy? No. It's not in there. Now, you can you can sometimes be take something where you have no right to it, but you can apply it uh, unfairly, improperly. For example, um, the right to go to school, segregation, integration, uh, loving against Texas, 1967, miscegenation laws, where it was against the law in a number of states to whites and blacks to marry, but whites and Asians can marry. So anyway, so uh, make a long story short. Okay, 
1965, because Roe was 73, but in 1965, there was a case called Griswold. And Griswold involved a prohibition against contraception in the state of Connecticut. And what was interesting was it, it it was this law, it was kind of like at the behest of the uh, Knights of Columbus, and it was never really enforced. But anyway, somebody wanted to bring a case. William O. Douglas, the very liberal, and I I believe the longest serving, longest tenured Supreme Court justice ever, was listening to this very liberal. And he said, that's terrible. Now, I would have said, there's something in the Constitution that guarantees you a right to contraception. So go back to uh, Hartford or whatever the capital is of Connecticut and pass the law that mandates it and you'll be fine. But there's nothing in the Constitution. There's no federal, there's no Constitution. But but go ahead and the, the, the death penalty, the death penalty is absolutely positively in the Constitution. Life, liberty, property, life. You can kill people. And, and, and during the, during the uh, foundations of the uh, founding of the country, they kill people for any felony. I mean, like you can't believe left and right. I'm against the death penalty. Uh, but I'm changing my mind. We'll talk about that some other time. But so I, I recognize that even though I may be against it, the Constitution provides it. So I can go to my state and I can say I don't want it. Abortion. There's no mention of it in the Constitution. I happen to be pro-choice, whatever that means. Meaning, I don't want to put a woman in prison for having an abortion. That's me. Call me wacky. I'm not really for it. I'm just against imprisoning a woman who wants to do that. Okay, fine. So, back to Harry, to uh, William O. Douglas. So, Douglas says, this is whatever, this is nuts. I'm going to come up with something called privacy. And he said that there are certain rights that emanate from the penumbra, if I took this and behind it I have a, a the sun, and the sun's going to have these lights, these rays that around it, that's the penumbra. It emanates from the. So he came up with this cockamamie bullshit idea where he said that certain rights under the first and fourteenth amendment and fifth amendment emanate like penumbra, and he came up with this thing called privacy. He made this thing up called privacy. There's no privacy in the Constitution. He just made it up. So Harry Blackman in 1973 said, that's it. Privacy. 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 And something called substantive due process, which I'm not going to bore you with. It was the most stupid thing anybody has ever heard. But we got used to it. We got used to it. And then Roe was pretty much overruled by Casey. And then the next thing you know, abortion is, here it is. Now, is abortion abortion legal in this country? Yes. Is it federally guaranteed? No. Now, what I want to do, this is a rather long way to get here. As president, I want to have militias. I believe that under the Second Amendment, it's clearly provided I want to have individual citizens able to patrol their neighborhoods, their towns, and not ask for permission, 
but it's understood. You, we the people, have the right to monitor and provide it our sector. This is your neighborhood. You can drive around at night. I'm sure you have people come around and drive around and protect. And You want to have guns? Okay. You don't have to ask permission. Second Amendment. Under the um, Gruen case in uh, Supreme Court, the, 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 with the New York, you, you don't need a, you don't need any special permit. Do it. This is your neighborhood. Drive around. Big signs. This is modern, and people driving around all the time. And you can be block by block, two block, and be a gated community. Some guy driving around. Who the hell's gonna? Who the hell's gonna want to burgle that guy walking around with a with with a light? And there are people who would love it. Oh my God! Hey. You want to be a cop? Yeah. Great. You're a cop. You don't have to ask any permission. It's, it's militia. It's presumed. You have the right to protect yourself. That's it. Next, I want to have education of militias. I want to abolish the public school system through non-use. And this is going to be tough. I want to be able to go to, let's say, 10 parents. And this is, it's not going to be Possible, but, there, but there's ways around it. Let, let's say 10 parents, 10. And 10 parents get a hold of a, they interview and they get a great teacher. Let's say a PhD candidate, maybe maybe a retired teacher, maybe somebody who's been a teacher for a long time, maybe somebody who wants to make money. And we say, what, what do you take? 100 grand a year? What do you, pool the money, we'll pay you. We'll give you your benefit. You're going to, we're going to have pods. We're going to have, little educational militias. You're going to come to our, you're going to meet maybe three times a a week, four times, maybe a couple hours a day. I think there's too much school. You're going to spend a lot of your time going to museums or going, uh, playing. Kids need to play. Kids need to do certain things. And that will be, it's called homeschooling, but whatever it is. Let me tell you about playing, by the way. When you were a kid, you didn't realize how many things you did that were smart. If I gave you this, if you're a kid and the kid's sitting there and you hand this and the kid looks and goes, what the hell is this? And he immediately feels spherical, weight. And there's this thing, there's this wonderful part of the brain right here, the parietal lobe. And it has to do with proprio sensors and location and I'm here. It's also, believe it or not, part of the God gene where people who feel evidence of God, sometimes it's like an activity. Anyway, so this kid is here. He says, wow, this is this is interesting. Look, it rolls. It rolls. Rolling. And little fine-tuned little connections. Rolling sphere. This, this doesn't roll. This is rectangular. Oh, okay, I'm digging this. All right, I like this better. Let's throw it. Now the kid's got to look. He's got to grab it. And for the first time, he has to gauge. He has to figure, okay, I'm, I'm going to throw something. I'm going to throw, oops, a little too hard there. But I'm going to I'm going to throw it. And I'm going to do all these calculations of distance based upon the way I, as far as I think it is, by, by my throwing. And the combination of calculations are through the roof. You you can't understand this. Then, eventually, I'm going to be able to hand this 
append to this person. Now, this child has been using things for so long, it'll be able to write. Do you ever see kids write today? Nobody writes. I myself am losing my handwriting. Do you ever see this? They, they print and this. Do you ever see me grab a, it's like, what happened to your hand? It's like they broke their hand. But they won't be able to write because they, they don't have it. And then later on, when you are doing something and you're and you're catching things, your eyes can track. Eyes being able to track allow you to read. What are kids doing today? Hand them one of these and they do this. That's it. That's that's it. And everything comes at them like this. There's no depth perception. There's no there's no gauging anything. It's just okay. Kids are so you cannot believe it. And the reason why, among other reasons, is that the stuff that we used to do that we thought was because of our poverty or we were rural, like, oh, look, he's climbing a tree. Well, they don't have much money. They just go outside and climb trees, like some arboreal, you know, some simian thing. Look, at they're an ape, you know, they're climbing trees. And, oh, look at this guy throwing. Oh, look, he's baseball. And If you told a kid, to, I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, if you said, I've got a friend, so-and-so, Jerry, down the street, has a, when they used to bring a, uh, uh, a, a refrigerator box, a carton that a refrigerator came in, oh my God, a fort. Okay, stop. What I just told you right now is not reminiscing. I'm not trying to be, gee, aren't the good old days great? Because not because I think the internet's great. I don't want to go back to the old, the world book encyclopedia. I, I want this. But, we're going to have to take control of education, crime, our cities, and we're going to have to affirmatively state, as of today, this fear factor that we have, this this sense of of being, um, you know, under the thumb of of whatever this government. It's over with. I mean, it is over with. And the moment, I promise you, if you let me, if you did this one time only in your life, if I said, ladies and gentlemen, could we see what happens one time when everyone votes? I mean, you will scare the shit out of these people. They will not know what to do. We have abnegated, we have surrendered our rights, our responsibilities. We have we have done it. We have levels of criminals now that are so savage, so inexplicably horrible. We have predators that will do things to children. Let me put it to you this way. In speaking to some experts who were involved in human trafficking, my wife works exclusively with child trafficking around uh, the world and the country. But but in but in 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 talking to people, the age group, the age group that has been targeted, that has been 
um, considered to be the premier age group. Listen to this. For not only uh, pictures and videos, but abduction and in whatever is zero to two. Zero as a newborn. Now, if I told you that, you're going to say no. Yes. Remember what I told you before? That little lies are very hard to keep secret, but big lies, big horrors are because of our incredulity. You don't want to believe that. You don't want to believe that people are able to do that. When you hear that Hamas decapitated babies, do you think that's beyond the realm of possibility? Many people on the left do. Do do you think that that's beyond the realm of possibility? Do you think that humankind has not devolved into such a level of savagery that that is beyond the... No, of course not. We have, I hate the human race. I'm misanthropic. I think we're vile. I think we're disgusting. I think we're dissolved. We're, we're, we're devolving and dissolving. Now let me leave it at that, my friend. Let me tell you right now that I want to take this opportunity to thank two of the greatest people ever. And you know them and you love them. They go by the name of Drew and Garrett. Well, that's their, that's their stage names. I want to thank you gentlemen for doing the best you can or appearing to do the best you can. And I mean that. Because it's tough doing what you do, especially where you work. I don't know how you do it. You must go home at night and drink a quart of vodka just to just to get the that psychic funk off of you. And I thank you for that. It is an honor to speak with you. Please follow me on YouTube at Lionel Nation. Do you hear me? Lionel Nation. Please. That's all you got to do. Leave right now and do this. Whatever you do, vote. Now remember, the good news is there is hope for us. The bad news is uh, it probably won't be much hope because we are devolving and we are careening out of control and falling uh, to our death. Thank you so much. Again, thank you for being Anthony Cumia, thank you, my dear friend, for allowing me the honor to grace the portals of your incredible show. I truly mean this. I think you are one of the most talented people I've ever met, one of the smartest. And how you did it for years, hanging around with other people, I I have no idea how you do that. In any event, thank you. Have a great and glorious day. Happy Thanksgiving, ladies and gentlemen. Not Not indigenous this or that, but happy Turkey Day and all that stuff. Enjoy the family. Enjoy the holidays. Enjoy what makes us America. God bless America. And thank you so much. On behalf of a grateful nation, I say to you, thank you. We will see you next time. And again, thank you and good evening.